Life's uncertain journey. Welcome to Life's Uncertain Journeys Blog Talk Radio broadcast for Tuesday, March 31st, 2020. Uh, we're broadcasting live from Charlotte, North Carolina, where our entire state is on lockdown. I think that's pretty much the case all across our country. Um, As many of you know, the coronavirus pandemic is sweeping across our nation. And tonight, we're going to have a real heart-to-heart talk about all of this and seek God's face for um, some answers and to help us to settle some things in our own heart as it relates to what we see God doing right now. I also wanted to um, just say that um, the Lord has provided us with a great time to be in his face, to get into a closer relationship with him, and I'm just hoping that we're taking advantage of all that because there's so many people that are dying right now. Others are fearful. They want answers while others go along as if nothing's really going on. I mean, my husband and I, we had to sign some papers today at a lawyer's office, and no one had masks on or gloves or anything. They was just going about things as usual. And when we inquired why nobody was uh, covered, um, they said it was too much trouble. (laughs) I tell you, too much trouble. But um, the point that I wanted them to know, at least for me and my husband, it wasn't so much that we were covered because we were. We had our face mask on and our gloves, but it was to protect them because we're covered by the blood of the Lamb. I don't know if they even know Mm -hmm. Jesus, but if they don't know Jesus, they may find themselves in a little bit more vulnerable position. But uh, there are countless number of people that we watched as we drove uh, back home, no no kind of protection at, at all. Um, and as we're learning that those are the ones that generally are the ones carrying the virus, and they go around and share it with other people. May the Lord have mercy on us. But anyway, we're at critical times. And our history. And I believe that God is not only requiring, but he should be getting our undivided attention. So we're going to talk about this uh, later on in our discussion. I'm Nadine Davis. I'm your host for tonight's broadcast. And I have with me uh, my broadcast host, Alicia Locker. Alicia, you on? I sure am. Good evening, all. There she is. Hello. Hey, darling. I couldn't. Yeah, hey, I just hey. want to make sure I had your mic okay. turned on. Yeah, well, thanks say for good joining evening. us tonight. Thank Amen. you for having this, and thank God that we have this, um, like you said, opportunity to, to come together and grow and learn in, mm-hmm. in this unprecedented time. You know, I hope that yeah. I hear you say they weren't covered at the, the lawyer's office. I just pray that those who, everybody's going to get an opportunity. That's what his word said, right? to, to, to yeah. hear the gospel. So I pray that those who do will take heart and heed and turn away from their sin and go back and, and answer the call in his life because yeah. we are in some serious times right now for sure. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yeah. As a matter of fact, none of their clients that came in had on gloves and, and stuff either. So, And they were in little mm-hmm. closed-up mm-hmm. rooms. I'm saying, my goodness. But anyway. I want to welcome any new listeners that are on the broadcast tonight. Uh, We're so very glad to have you join us. And by Mm -hmm. all means, I always want to welcome our faithful listeners, those of you that come back each and every week. I thank you for your support uh, of the broadcast. I thank you for sharing your wisdom and your encouragement. Um, As we know, um, this is an interactive Christian broadcast. Uh, with listeners that join us from all across the United States and five foreign countries. 
And so people are listening to us. They listen to our conversations. And uh, we, we consider this a great, a great privilege, a great honor uh, that God yes. has allowed us to represent the King of kings and the Lord of lords through this broadcast yes. by proclaiming his gospel and encouraging those that don't know him, hoping that they would consider him and accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And he's speaking. He's speaking in very clear and distinct tones right now. Mm-hmm. He's desiring that people will listen. This has not been some little isolated incident way out in the bush in Africa somewhere. No, beloved. Mm-hmm. This is a worldwide wake-up call. But I don't believe mm. the call is so much to the world as it is church, the people of God. That was, we're the ones who were given the responsibility of proclaiming the gospel and making disciples. That was the charge our master left to us. So what do you think? Do you think that he's pleased with our work? Or could it be that we, just like the people of God in Moses' day, kind of got sidetracked. You know, when they settled in Egypt and things were all nice and they were people were happy and they were able to build homes and gardens and you know, before you know it, they were hobnobbing with the Egyptians and probably sharing some of their food that the Lord told them not to eat. And the Lord only <laughs> knows what happened, but I think they kind of got a little complacent during their time in Egypt and God had to shake things up. I don't believe the things that happened in Egypt was so much against the Egyptian people as it was for the people of God. God had to get them up out of there because they were sinking deeper and deeper into Egyptian uh, way of living, living just like us, you know. We we've adopted the way of the world. We are all entwined and entangled in its systems. We have views that are worldly, vices, worshiping gods. The Lord told us not to even consider. Totally neglecting our Master's commission. But praise God. He's beginning to shake us up and wake us up. And I pray that's what's happening, that we're waking up. Because by not listening and being attentive to the voice of the Lord right now can really be detrimental to us in the long run. But before I move on, I'm going to ask uh, my husband uh, if he would pray over our broadcast tonight. Uh, for those of you who are, are listening with us for the first time, uh, I'd like to let you know that my husband, John Davis, um, and uh, also has a broadcast on Wednesdays called New Beginnings. He and his co-host, Booker Alexander, they're doing pretty much the same thing that I'm doing. They're just doing it from a different perspective. They're proclaiming the gospel, and they're offering Jesus to people that may not know him while they conduct a chapter-by-chapter study through the book of Genesis. So if there's anyone that's interested in joining them, uh, their dial-in number on Wednesday at 7 o'clock is 657-383-1624. And that's every Wednesday, 7 o'clock p.m., 657-383-1624. So, Hun, can you um, please pray over our broadcast tonight? It's a pleasure. And I thank you for also letting people know about uh, the, the podcast the Lord has allowed us to do. It's called New Beginnings. And the reason it's called New Beginnings is because each day the Lord wakes us up, it's our new beginning. And we think it's something new, but it's not. The Word of God said there's nothing new down here under the sun. It's just that uh, they were born then, we're born now. But the same sins started in the Garden of Eve, the same sins today that we uh, have issues with today. 
And this uh, thing, if you look in the Bible, you'll see that this, what's going on today is nothing new. People continue to say, well, Jesus is coming, but uh, this is not the time because the things, if you read the Bible, you say that you'll see that the, that the man uh, who we talked about first, uh, uh, Satan, this guy who's going to show up, this, this bad dude going to show up, and he ain't showed up yet because uh, Jesus is still holding him back. Okay, so and even the earth groans to know who the sons of God are, and that's who we are. Okay, but we haven't been really revealed either because, if you notice, we got very little power. The reason we got very little power because we got mm-hmm. very little faith. Lord so have mercy. I'm asking the Lord to open us, you know, to reveal those things to us as, that is uh, yeah. hindering his word, that the faith that uh, should be coming forth, and, you know, that we should be the light, that he said that we are the light. So why aren't we the light? So I'm asking the Lord tonight to, Help us to uh, not fear the things of this world, to, uh, to not look at these things and uh, think they're more powerful than our Lord and Savior who created this world. He's our Father. And so, Lord, today, my Father in heaven, our Lord and Savior, we ask that, uh, that, that according to your word, that we should have more communion with you. And then uh, not just on a Sunday when the pastor tells to, but uh, he said as much as we do this, uh, to break the bread and drink the wine, and that is communion with you. And that we need to meditate on our, uh, when we do this. Don't be trying to do it because we're hungry, but do it because we want to know him better. We want to know you more, Lord. So help us, dear Father Heaven, to focus on what you said in your word, that we would become more like you, Lord. Lord, help mm-hmm. us, dear Father Heaven, to uh, not fake it until we make it, but actually become your children, dear Father. Recognize who we are and then yes, become Lord. Like we're supposed to be the Father Heaven. You said the disciples in the boat when the storm is going on that we're making it to the other side. The other side that we're making to Lord is glory. We're gonna make it to glory. This is the storm we're in. But we win. Lord help us to realize that and encourage one another that Father Heaven to you said to be at work. They'd be doing the work when, yeah. you, when you come back. She'll be doing to Lord. That work is to encourage one another. Share the gospel. Teach the truth. Expect stuff's going on around here that if everything is okay. No, it's not. No, it's not. And the word actually tells us, Lord, that these things must happen. So, Lord, let us have faith in that. Let us, let us teach the truth and not a lie. And, and, and actually, Lord, to bless these pastors, Lord. Let them know, Father, have them teach the truth, Lord. It ain't about the money. It, it, they need to realize that talk about getting, coming together and, and we're going to trust the Lord. That's not you. That's them. You done told us that the church is built out of a couple people. And you said, Lord, that we don't have to come together as a group for taking out the fellowship of the saints. But you didn't say how to fellowship. You made it possible for us to talk on the phone like right now. We're gathered together right now. And as long as we got together right now, Lord, you said you in the mix, tell us. Lord, we receive that. We actually bless these airways, Lord, that we're able to hear from one another. We hear your spirit to Father Heaven that you use each uh, person that, that shares your word, Lord, that we would hear it and be able to use it, Lord, to advance your kingdom. We thank you, dear Father, for this opportunity, Lord. We don't just take it for granted. And we give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so very much. Praise God. You know, um, at this particular juncture, uh, you know, in 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 this particular time, we have such a great opportunity to really hear from God and as days and uh, go by, I know I'm, I'm, I'm. Hopefully, if I have enough time, I'll share with you um, an experience that that I had the other night. But uh, I believe that God is desiring those of us who have yielded ourselves to Him and that are open to receive from Him. He's revealing things. He's revealing some real deep things that um, I believe is for our generation. Uh, and the more we, we talk about this, hopefully you'll, you'll understand that um, we have a great opportunity before us. And I know that God is going to take advantage of this opportunity, and in many cases, even as we don't, to um, help us to develop a more keen spiritual awareness. You know, we, we, we got the flesh down pat but we've got to become more spiritually astute because if not, we're going to miss a lot of stuff. A lot of things that are coming down the pipe from heaven, it's not going to come through your flesh. 
It's going to come through the, through the Holy Spirit. And if we haven't developed that kind of relationship where we can hear from heaven, where we can, you know, we're spiritually attentive to uh, the messages and the deposits that God wants to give us, you know, um, it's, it's going to cause us a little problem. So uh, thank you so very much, honey, for, for your prayer. I'm going to um, end somewhat sooner uh, than usual tonight because I've asked one of uh, my sisters that's uh, with our women's discipleship group um, at our church, she's uh, one of the ladies that uh, is in our group, uh, that she will close us out tonight with prayer before we get off the line. And we all know that they, they, they like pushing the button real quick. So I'm going to try, and if you all can help me not to get carried away, that at least by 6.55 I can turn the mic over to her and she will guide us in, in a closing prayer after this is after we have our discussion. So y'all y'all remember to help me uh with my time because I I'm not focused on the clock. <laughs> Praise God. But um also before I, I turn our mics on and we get into our discussion, I've asked uh one of uh the young women that um I've had the privilege to to walk with her and her discipleship journey and to see her spiritual growth, to watch God transform her and just do miraculous things in her life. And um, I wanted her to share a little of her testimony with us tonight. Uh, God has blessed her, gifted her, and um, I just want to encourage her by giving her this opportunity just to share with you uh, how God has transformed her life. Melissa, are you there? Do this. Melissa? This is off. Yes, can you hear me? Oh, uh, I can now. I'm sorry, I forgot to turn your mic on. Okay. Well, I got you now. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, you know, t- today as I was reading my devotional, it's it's it was a devotional on you know God's purpose for my life, mm-hmm. and I wanted to just share a little bit with all of you um, what He said to me, and I took it as that, you know, it was a message for me. And I wanted to share it with you because I feel like it's for everyone. You know, that's who God is. Amen. Um, He says, we were created to dream. God's heart is full of dreams and plans for us. Our heart can receive our Father's design. Only God can sow innovative ideas into the soil of our hearts to change this world transform lives and mindsets, and establish his kingdom on earth. There is something in all of us that others Mm -hmm. need, and I believe that to be true. God has placed in me a desire to love and encourage and inspire others. For over 15 years, I have dreamt of starting my own greeting card line. I've only really had the opportunity to envision it and just kind of see what it would look like. But God's timing is perfect, and I just kind of, I just, it just lingered, you know, and I, I never understood why it never came to fruition. But now, um, at the age that I am, with having gone through the things that I've gone through and still going through, I see that God, just his timing is perfect. Um, yes. When I first started dreaming of doing this, I knew of God, but I didn't know God personally. It, it was just... You know, I went to Catholic Church. He was just, an, it was just a name that I heard. Faith was not part mm-hmm. of my everyday. My greeting cards then were going to be for the world and of the world. Probably inappropriate. I'm not going to lie. Um, mm-hmm. But now my life is completely different. My life belongs to Christ, and because of this, I want to honor him in yes. all that I do. By oh, encouraging yes. others and loving them and giving them hope and understanding that there is nothing impossible for God. So I created Amen. this greeting card. I created this greeting card line called Inspired by Melissa because I really do feel that God has placed me on this earth to inspire and love others. And um, you know, it's original photography, uh, it's original messages, poetry. We're living in a time right now where a lot of people that don't know God, they don't understand. You know, but Mm -hmm. us as Christians and believers, we know that God is reaching out to us and he's trying to tell us to believe and to show others that he's real. 
And so I feel like right now is such a great time. I just had these cards printed. God knows what he does. And it's such a great time to, you know, to send cards to your loved ones that you can't see, your friends, your loved ones, um, people that are far. Um, and it's, it's, it's a great time to be able to do that because we're all, we're all struggling, you know, to understand what it is that's taking place. And the best way to, the best way to, to handle this, this situation that we're living is for me is to show love to others and just encourage them. And so again, um, the greeting card line is called inspired by Melissa. If you want to get in contact with me to be able to purchase the cards, um, you can contact me at inspiredbymelissa at outlook.com. And also there is a Facebook page called Inspired by Melissa. You can reach me through there, uh, through Messenger, if you have a Facebook page. And um, I can share a little bit more about my testimony if, if you want to hear it. And I just I appreciate all of you taking the time to to listen and just to to share in my dream that God has made real. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. I really do appreciate that. I am just um, so elated by, uh, like I said, Melissa's growth. You know, as I was sharing with you earlier, you know, God did put in each and every one of us a mandate. We have a purpose. Every one of us have have a person and a purpose that is may differ from one another, but there's one purpose that does not differ, and that is every one of us have been commissioned to proclaim the gospel and make disciples. It goes without saying, and every time um, the Lord so just blesses me to meet and and find you know women that uh, you know that want they want Jesus. They want what he has for them. And sometimes it's hard because the truth of the matter is this isn't a cakewalk. It never was intended to be. But oftentimes, you know, they think that you give your life to Christ and everything's going to be nice and the roses and the birds chirping and we wind up getting into those relationships and we discover that that's not what it is at all. And that's not what God intended it to be. So that's where discipleship comes in, where you're able to walk along another woman, help her in her journey. I mean, you don't you don't have to be a a, a, a seasoned uh, believer to lead someone else in their uh, walk of discipleship. I mean, you could got saved yesterday, but that means that you're just one day ahead of the person you meet tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? But it's still an opportunity, and God is the one who will equip you and provide you with the love and the gifts and all of that to walk along beside another woman uh, in a discipleship relationship. And that's what um, um, my passion is. My passion is to reach as many women as possible as I can, share the gospel with them, and to walk alongside them in a discipleship relationship until they can mature enough to bring along another woman. And they wind up doing the same thing for other women that I have done for them, and that is disciple them and walk with them along the journey. And the Bible says some water, uh, some plant, some water, but God is the one who will provide the increase. So I may not be able to go all the way to the end of her with her to her uh, um, in her journey, but God will see to that. But each one of us should be uh, preparing ourselves to walk alongside another another woman in faith and um, guide them along. So thanks, Melissa. Oh, and uh, I'm Thank also you. going to I'm also going to add her uh, her card line on my website uh, once I figure out how to get it all created and stuff like that. And you'll be able to go to lifesuncertainjourney.org and order her uh, materials from there. Um, as well. Amen. All right. Amen. So um, let me go ahead and open up the microphones because I want us to, to establish some dialogue tonight, uh, some real uh, 
some real dialogue, keeping it real, because I know that there's a lot of questions. I know that there's a lot of hurting that's going on. I've read emails and text messages from people who who have lost loved ones to this uh, this insidious thing that's going around, this coronavirus thing. And um, I pray that God, through the Holy Spirit, will allow those of us that are on this call tonight, and uh, if you don't mind um, uh, just muting yourself until you want to speak, uh, please do that so we don't have the background uh, bumbling going on. But um, when you do want to speak, all you have to do is take off the mute um, for those of you that may not be on a cell phone where you can hit a mute button, you can hit star six to mute yourself and star six to unmute yourself. But um, th- there's a lot that's been going on. And um, I don't know know about you, but um, it's it's just been hard to watch. I've got four children and 11 grandkids and four great-grands. Okay, and so, you know, my son, uh, my oldest son, he's a first responder. He he he's he's on the uh, he's one of the paramedics in Washington D.C. Okay, so he's definitely frontline. I have another son. You know, he's you know uh, works for securing the government. You know, he's out there. You know, I've got another grandson, and he's he's working at NIH. I mean, they're out there, and so I know I've got to I've got to have an open heaven above me because I got to pray. You've got to pray. We've got to pray because that's how we communicate with God, and He promises to hear us. You know, but uh, this is not a time for us to be like some of those people I was telling you about earlier that are just taking this in a very nonchalant attitude, you know, and acting like this isn't real. This is this is real. So what I want to do is just hear from some of you. I want to uh, try to hear from at least three of you, and I'll ask if you could possibly, you know, keep your uh, comments to a, a, a minimum uh, so that we can at least hear from three people. And then we're going to go into a discussion about um, just what the Lord is revealing to our hearts right now. Anyone want to share any questions, any comments uh, that you would like to share with us right now? The mics are open. Hey, Nadine. It's Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. How you doing, darling? I hope every. I am well, thank you, and I hope everyone is too. Um, yeah. You know, I, I want to say about the People, some people are walking around like, you know, there's nothing going on. Um, in, in my spirit, I know things are going on, and I do pray. Yeah. However, I'm not going to allow um, to be obsessed with this. I'd rather be mm-hmm. focused on God through it all, you know, and, yes. and that is how I handle it. You know, today in mm-hmm. my time... You know, it's just, and, and just the total peace um, has been over Hallelujah. because the trust is, is, is with God. He knows everything in my yes. life, in all yes. of our lives. And yes. whatever is going to happen is going to happen. Um, and, you know, that doesn't mean bad, but he knows. Right. And, he and knows. if he knows, then, you know, there's that's all I need to know. Um, I you know, know you that's have to right. get I'm to that point, that right? Yes. And and yes. you have to get to that point. Obviously, you know, it's sometimes people have it, some people don't. I understand that too. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to say to Melissa in confirmation of um, because I had that also on my heart today about the dream that the Lord put into my heart about something. And he said, you know, mm-hmm. don't let Satan steal that from you. I've given that to you. Amen. You believe. Uh-huh. And Amen. so confirmation on that, um, Melissa, because, yes, that is true. And, of course, Amen. I'm seeing yours coming to fruition. I am not, but that yes. doesn't mean it's not going to. You know, it's just not. That's right. Um, 
God God knows the time. Um, you know, I'm I'm not you know, I don't wanna die right now. Nobody does. I have a grandchild getting ready to be born next week, which I can't participate along, which it's very wow. difficult. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. it breaks it breaks my yeah. heart because everything is so yeah. different. Um however, mm-hmm. uh, you know, God will get us through this also. And that's where I, I can't be okay. sad about it. I have to just trust him on this. And and that's a very Amen. difficult thing because we're so used to trusting people, you know. That's right. And that's you right. Know, of course I have no, and I'm not saying this in a negative way, I have no one to trust like that because I live by myself. Um, I am mm-hmm. by myself. And, again, I'm not yeah. saying that in a negative way. But let me tell you something. I have learned in the last year what true trust in Christ is all about. And and that's been a journey okay. for me. And it's been a glorious so journey. So I'm just saying, you know, just, you know, Meditate on trust because yeah. that has been so strong it, for me. Amen. And you know Thank that you. that that brings the peace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That it, it, they're like uh, they're like uh, they go hand in hand. Whenever you have resigned yourself t- totally to trust God, no matter what, peace comes. Mm-hmm. Peace comes. Amen. And you have a total. And, and along with that peace comes a different perspective. You know what I mean? You don't I'm necessarily, totally. you know, uh, uh, I believe it's something that God provides in our spiritual development, that that spirit of peace, when it comes, um, it just transforms how you respond to people, how you respond to your situations. All of that changes. So thanks so very yeah. much for sharing, Rebecca. I really appreciate that. Anyone else? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Miss Nadine, it's, it's Melissa. I wanted to just mm-hmm. say something really quick. Um, you know, this greeting card line, it happened during the most difficult time of my life. And so I want to say mm-hmm. that it's so important to not focus on the difficult, the suffering, the sadness. You know, yes. you have to be able to yes. get beyond that see that God can do mm-hmm. so many things during that time. I never imagined that during this time in my life, he would open doors for me. He would yeah, open right. my mind. He would give me the confidence that I need. He would just, he would give mm-hmm. me everything. He would empower me to do what he planted in me so many years ago. And so it's just, Hallelujah. It's just hope. It's hope for everyone, yeah. you know? It is hope, and it's funny because for 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 uh, Rebecca in her in her uh, trusting and yielding herself to Christ, she gets peace. For you, through your suffering and all that you've had to endure, you've been given strength. And I know you've heard that more than once. You know, right. I mean, it's it's there's a reciprocal thing going on here between. Uh, allowing the spirit of God to do its do its thing in us, and we benefit mm-hmm. from it. We That's benefit right. spiritually. You know, it first mm-hmm. comes in spiritual format, but then it takes form in in physical aspects. By that I mean, you know, it changes how we think. It changes how we respond to things. You know, whereas we would go off the handle before, you know, and probably cut somebody out. You know, you know now. We, God has given us another spiritual ability where we can look past other folks' faults, you know, because we now we understand, and uh, uh-huh. and 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 that's wonderful. That's that's just a wonderful revelation. I'm going to take mm. one more before we go into our conversation. Anyone? Yes, I would like to piggyback what you just said, Nadine. Hey, this is Regina, Regina Stanford. Hello. Yes. This is true because, I mean, if you would look up offense in the dictionary, my picture would mm-hmm. be there. You would you would see my okay. picture. And and yeah. I would make up reasons to be offended. I would look for reasons to be offended. I hear you. I, I was a tar my brothers and sisters were a target. God started showing me that I was targeting mm. his body. 
I was targeting my brothers and sisters with my offense. I was offended in my offense and placing it at other people why I was offended. And God had to really mm-hmm. show me these things. So my biggest prayer is that we be exposed and that our hearts may be seen. Mm-hmm. Because Nadine is absolutely right. For me, maybe it was just me, but I had so much offense and animosity in my heart. Mm-hmm. And I was not mm-hmm. the target of it. Everybody else was. But I was the target of my own offense. God had to show me that. Wow. To face myself, my anxieties, my offense, everything is my yeah. own. It's time to fix yourself, Regina. And he told me, be still mm-hmm. while I expose your heart to you. I cried. Hallelujah. I cried, and I've been mm-hmm. crying, and I've been rejoicing, too, yeah. because now when I do come back into the church, or when I am around my brothers and sisters, I can see them as brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. 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 I know, darling. I Instead know, of I know, things, I, know. I can see them as brothers and sisters and not judge and Mm-mm-mm. I thank God for my freedom. I thank God. To be I thank to say God I love for your freedom. <laughs> I Praise know. God. So I know. That's what I want to say. And that's that's say. just another example. Oh my goodness, Regina. You know I know you, baby. You know I have watched and I have just seen what God has been doing in your life, and it has been. It has not been an easy thing for you. And I and I realize that, but yet and still, do you know you never gave up? And you you a runner, you know Amen. you, you, what, yeah, do you yeah. what do you call it? You you jump ship, you jump risk. ship in a minute. That flight that risk. was that's right, a flight risk. That's what you call yourself. But that was then. But, but look at you now. And I thank you, Nadine. I do. I thank Nadine because you she better would give call that me glory out. To God, she would call me out you too. Belong. God too, but you wouldn't hold your tongue. She would say, "Listen to me." Don't make me not want to tell you things or say things to you because you're so sensitive. (laughs) Listen. Everybody's not your problem, and I thank God that she wasn't candid. Oh, bless your heart, darling. But you give God that glory because it's all about his work in you, each and every one of us. You know what I'm saying? And and I am Mm. just so happy. I'm so honored that God would even just permit me to be in your space because, (laughs) like I told you today, I mean, you sound like a different person. Who is this? Your voice is so yes. loud. And so what God God took, you know, he took that experience, uh, uh, spirit of offense and gave you the spirit of love, the love of encouragement, all those beautiful things. That's what he did, Regina. That's our God. Mm-hmm. And so as we're, as we're watching him do these things in us individually, okay, and changing mm-hmm. us, molding us, transforming us, Let's look at this from a broader perspective because you know what? We're part of the body of Christ. Each and every one of us are individual parts of the total body of Christ. And I believe with all my heart that what we're going to see coming out of this, this process or this pandemic, whatever it is, we're going to see the body of Christ in raw form. In other words, and like we have never seen it before. I mean, I believe way back when there were times when, you know, the power of God would manifest it in the church. You would go in the church and people would fall on their knees and start crying. They could, they didn't even know why they was crying because the power of God was in there. And, oh, my goodness, if God could transform us and get us ready now while we're on lockdown so that when we come together again, that's what's going to happen. People are going to walk into the house of God, and they're going to say, oh, I'm around. I'm in the presence of God. These these are ordinary people. Because (laughs) the anointing on us, what God wants to do is is to take us to a a higher level of glory. I think I mentioned this last week. You know, uh, uh, Elder Corn will call it into a higher dimension. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And so, so that we're not doing, we're not doing, we're not doing business as usual anymore. We're doing things on a spiritual level where God is. And I just believe there are going to be some awesome things coming out of that. But um, we've got, um, okay, 739. So I've got a little bit of time. So I don't know about you. And thank you all for sharing. Thank you for being so um, open and candid about, uh, about uh, your struggles and uh, especially giving God glory 
sharing your testimony about where God brought you from is what we do. We, we started this whole broadcast on Revelation. We're talking about we overcome Satan by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. He doesn't like it when we give glory to God. He doesn't like it when we tell people of our journey and how God has brought us out. Okay, but that's his problem. We're going to tell it anyhow. <laughs> but <clears throat> um, let me just ask just one more. Is there anybody else that has uh, a pressing testimony that they want to share before we move on? Okay, great. <clears throat> All right, so <clears throat> I don't know about any of you, but um, uh, this the news is like – it just comes on my phone. You know what I mean? I don't know how y'all's phone works, and I don't know why it's doing this. But not like I could go to the news and turn it on. It comes on by itself. And so, you know, you find yourself looking, and then before you know it, you're listening, and then you're all, you know, drawn into whatever it is they're talking about. But um, I've just been desiring not to go there. Not, I'm not talking about not being informed but not getting so grossly intent on this stuff that it starts to develop a pattern of thinking in my mind. I don't want my pattern of thinking to be based on what I'm seeing going on in the world today. I want it to be fashioned according to what God has said. You see, I don't want to depend on the news for revelation. I want to get my revelation from God, from his word. I learned of another situation somewhat similar to what is happening today. Because I cried out to God. I mean, I wasn't expecting, and I'm just like many of you. You know, we heard about it going over in China, on in China, and for whatever reason, uh, I, you know, I didn't imagine that it would be here like it is right now. But it's in our face. But here it is, and and I just began to really uh, uh, hunker down and get in God's face about, you know, w- what's happening here. What's you know, is, is, is something going on? And I kept hearing people say, you know, we're living in unprecedented times. You know, I've heard that over and over again on the news and other places. You know, and I, I looked up the word unprecedented, you know, and that means unequaled, unparalleled, unmatched. There's just no other time in history that anything like this has ever happened. And so when I got in God's word, I discovered that that was not the truth. There is another time in history that something very similar to this took place, and it happened among the people of God. And so I, I began to just look at that and, and, and just let the scriptures wash over me because um, in reading how the uh, first called out people of God, talking about the people of Israel, how God caused these plagues to come upon the city where they had settled. I was started out telling you about they had settled in Egypt because that's where Joseph was. Joseph was the one who helped save his family from famine. You know, when they were, uh, when they, his brothers threw him in the pit and wound up selling them off to Egypt. But did you understand? I know you do, but that was God's plan. It was God's plan that his brothers throw him in the pit and that he be sold into slavery. Because God had put a purpose in that man. He put a call and anointing on that man's life. And so he, like Melissa was sharing, through his suffering, he was being developed for the purpose that God had called him for. Through Melissa's suffering, like she was saying, she was being developed for where she's going today. She wasn't going to start a card line that was, you know, necessarily to, to encourage and build people up. She was going to do something else. But God had already had a purpose in her. Same thing with Regina. God had already had a purpose in her. Same thing with Rebecca. God has already had a purpose in you. And at the appointed time, that purpose comes to fruition. So at the appointed time in Joseph's life, he wound up being called the next man in charge in Egypt. So that's how Israel got to Egypt in the first place. It was supposed to have been a blessing so that they would not starve and the people of God would not die out. But unfortunately, they got settled in, in Egypt, and you know the story. 
you know, they started eating the leeks and the garlics and, you know, tasting all their fine fare and, you know, all that other kind of a thing. And they got a little bit too complacent. And they began to take on the lifestyle of the Egyptians. They're, they're enemies. The Egyptians were their enemies. But here they were in Egypt, and they began to transform into uh, something that God had not designed for them. So God had to do something about it. And as you know, you read the story, you know, all of you on this phone, most of you know what wound up happening. And God had to wind up sending Moses to get his people up out of there. He had to choose a man to present the gospel. Well, the gospel means good news, okay? And the good news that Moses had for the people that were in bondage in Egypt was that God is going to take you out of here and he's going to take you to a, a land that flows with milk and honey, okay? That was that was his plan for his people. I'm not going to leave you here. I'm going to take you up out of here. But if you remember, the story goes, it was it was horrible. I mean, there were 10 plagues that God delivered on in Egypt, okay? The Israelites lived in Egypt, so they were there. They saw all of it. They saw the flies and the frogs and all those other kinds of things. But there was a delineation that God made because he, he allowed those plagues to come upon the land. But the Egyptian was upset because what was happening to them wasn't happening to God's people, to the Israelites, the ones that they had in slavery. Okay? So when the, when the, the final culmination of all of these plagues came, that last one was a, was a clincher. And that last one was when he sent the death angel through another plague that affected all the firstborn in the house of the Egyptians. And you all remember what God did. He told Moses, tell him, look, this is what's about to happen. You all about to get up out of here. <laughs> Do you all hear me? He told him, look, you all are about to get up out of here. I'm about to take you to the promised land, to the land that I promised your forefathers. I'm about to take you there. But before you go, here's what I want you to do. And, of course, Moses gave them instructions. And out of uh, the myriad of things that Moses told them to do, the one thing that's so similar to what we have doing to us, he told them, you got to get shut in. Go in your house, lock your door, don't come out. Put the blood over your door because the death angel is not going to stop by your house. I'm not going to allow him to stop by your house if you got the blood on your door. Praise God. If you've got the blood across the lentils of your door. But yeah. I want you to go in and I don't want you to come out. Now, my question to you is this. What do you think would have happened to those Israelites if they chose not to put the blood on their doors and go out anyway? Uh-huh. uh-huh. They were going to suffer the same fate as the Egyptians because the instructions that God gives always come with a purpose. He don't tell us to do things just willy-nilly just for the heck of it. There's always a greater purpose behind anything God asks us to do. So when he asks you to be on lockdown, be on lockdown and wait. Wait until the death angel passes, okay? But what wound up happening is while those, while those people were in their house, there were some things that God told them to do. And, beloved, I want you to know that now that God has us on lockdown, there are some things that we're supposed to be doing, okay? Because the things that God is asking us to do while we're on, on lockdown, 
and I think I shared this with y'all last week, is very important to the journey he's going to have us on when we come out of this. So very vital. And most of us know that when Israel finally came out of lockdown, not only did the Egyptians give them their money and their clothes and a whole bunch of other stuff, but all along their journey, they, the Bible says that their shoes did not wear out. None of them were sick. The old people were able, even able to make the journey. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Do you see the just like uh, just like uh, Rebecca? Rebecca, you know, she went from uh, being in a place of, of not trusting God to a place of trusting Him. What did he do? He gave her peace. He took uh, Melissa from time. I mean, those of you that don't know her, she's she's a beautiful young lady. And I mean, she could chose to do some other things with her life, you know? But she chose the suffering. She went through the suffering. And God, in return, gives her strength. You know, Regina, having that spirit of offense, always thinking you know, negative about what whatever it was the enemy was trying to lie to her about. And God flipped the script and mm. gave her a spirit of love. So listen, let me tell you, while we are allowing God to do what he needs to do in us, okay, while we're allowing him to do this, when we come out of this, I promise you, those of you that are applying the word of God, he told, he told Israel, I want you to roast a lamb, Eat bitter herbs. I want you to put your shoes on, put your clothes on, take your staff in your hand, and when they call you out, I want you to come out of there, and and, and I'm going to lead you to the promised land. They didn't even know that all those other things, they didn't even know that the shoes wasn't going to wear out. God didn't tell them that. They, They didn't know that they were going to have strength for the journey. God didn't tell them that either. He didn't tell them, look, y'all old folks, did y'all think y'all got arthritis and all that stuff? Don't even worry about it. You're going to walk out of here healed. <laughs> Amen. He didn't tell them that. He didn't tell them that's what, that was going to be the benefit. All he wanted them mm-hmm. to do was do what he told them to do. Anything mm-hmm. God asked them to do always comes mm-hmm. with a benefit. The benefit is not only for his, for his work that he's deposited in us, but for us also. So, beloved, when he's talking about eating the lamb, the roasted lamb, eat that word. Eat it every single day, morning, noon, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Eat it because you're going to need it. If you've got communion and, 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 and stuff, communion things in your home, take communion. You can either do it every day or every week, but always remind, remind yourself that Jesus is coming. We're gonna we're going to the to 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 the the great uh the great feast in the sky. He says, I'm not gonna drink no more wine with you all to y'all with me in my kingdom. Then we all gonna drink wine. We all gonna have bread, heavenly bread. This is where we're headed. We're headed that way. And so I'm asking you all to please hopefully next week when we come back I just want to hear some of the things that God is revealing to you. There's no way you're going to be that, that, that much in God's word and you don't hear from heaven. So hopefully Amen. next week I won't get, we won't have a lot of silence. We will have people that are excited to tell what God just revealed to them. So right now what I want to do is, because we, we are getting right down to that time, I think it's 7.55, I want um, to introduce to you all um, Marlon. Marlon, I'm sorry, what's your last name? Marlon, is she there? I thought I was Hi, Marlon. <laughs> I was on mute. Oh, Nesbitt. there you are. You are on mute. <laughs> and uh, she, too, uh, bless her heart. I, I just love this woman of faith. I mean, she came to our group, and, you know, the anointing of God was just all exuding um, her personality, and we have just been so blessed uh, by her. We've got uh, prayer calls every day 
uh, four times a day at, uh, with, at our church, and uh, we're, we're bombarding heaven, not only for us and our families, but also for this world. So please, Marlon, go right ahead and close us out, um, and I'll, I'll let you know when this lady says she's going to cut us off. Nadine, before she starts, can people mute uh-huh. their line? There's too much background noise, please. Okay, very good, very good. Then what I'll Thank do, you. I'll just go ahead and, and mute everybody and then um, just leave her line open. Indeed. Go right ahead, Marla. Okay. Gracious God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for what we were able to feast on tonight, oh God. This is the richest meal that anyone could ever ask for, Lord. So, Father, as it goes into our spirit, we thank you that your Holy Spirit is letting it get within the crevices of those dreams that have been in hibernation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. bringing nutrients, reminders that this is not a season of fear or of hopelessness, but, oh, God, as Sister Nadine has told us, oh God, that it's it's just the season before we walk into the promised land, and you are preparing <laughs> us for that, oh God. Hallelujah. So Father, Hallelujah. I thank you for the thank nourishment, you. oh God, even even as 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 thank a you. cow would regurgitate and just chew its cud. May we chew upon mm. what we have heard tonight, oh God, thank so you, that you would nourish us so that it will build our faith, so that, oh, God, we will be excited about calling up somebody and telling them, oh, God, about your goodness and about what we heard. Yes. Lord, remind us daily that whatever we feed will grow. Whatever we feed will grow. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We take your word. We take your word as the vitamin C. We take your word as the elderberry syrup. We take your word, oh God, as <laughs> good food, oh God. Uh, Lord God, we take your word, oh God, and we believe that it's doing the same thing to our spiritual man to build us up in our most holy faith. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you Hallelujah. for sowing innovative ideas within us, oh God. Father, thank we you, thank you, oh God, that you're giving us dreams and visions, oh God, of inventions, yes. oh God. Lord, we thank you that when we hear the news that we will say, what will be the solutions that I will bring, Lord Jesus, to the problems that I'm hearing, oh God. Hallelujah. Father, we declare that we will not be the generation that is frustrated, that the power of the Holy Spirit is not evident, because through us there will be signs and wonders that will be broadcast on CNN, Fox, across the media, oh God. And Lord, Lord, we will declare that it is marvelous in our eyes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you that we will sit under the correction of your word. We will sit under the instruction of your word. We will sit Mm -hmm. under the inspiration of your word, oh God. Lord, we have Mm -hmm. nowhere to go. Sit us down in the name of Jesus so that you can do your heavenly download into us, oh God. Yes, Because you are readying a people, oh God, for another level. Whatever level we think we are, oh God, there is another level in you. And God, may you give us that hunger. Let us hunger for it like how an animal who just ate salt is hungry and thirsting for water, oh God. Thank Put you, that Lord. thirst in me. Put that thirst in us, oh God, that would even wake yes, us up Lord. at night, oh God. So Lord, thank you. Thank you for this thank time. You, thank you for the privilege of hearing yes, your word. Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the anointing that's on Sister Nadine, oh God. Father, we thank you Ten that seconds, it's coming baby. through the airwaves, oh God, and changing thank you, lives. We thank you that yes, this Lord. virtual thank you. discipleship Oh God, this virtual Hallelujah. 
will just bear fruit and fruit and fruit and fruit. Oh, God. And in this season, someone will say, a woman will say, because you decided to disciple me virtually, I was able to come out of this thing better. So glory, 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 glory to you. Glory to God. All wise God. Thank you, Father. Glory. We are expecting in Jesus' name of what you're about to do. Amen. 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 Sis, thank you so very much. Ladies, thank you so very much for being on the call with us tonight. Hopefully next week we'll get to uh, finish and talk a little bit more about this. But I am serious. I know you all are going to come with some good stuff. So God bless you and your families. Watch over and you keep you in Jesus' name. Amen. Good night. Good night.